Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, November 18th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. More Americans question President Biden's fitness for office. A jury deciding the fate of Kyle Rittenhouse in Wisconsin. The price of beach surging in all 50 states. McDonald's Egg McMuffin turns 50 years old. Also ahead, dark days for Kamala Harris. But first, new survey from Politico says just 40% of voters believe Joe Biden is in good health. Only 44% say he's mentally fit to hold office. That's a 29-point shift since pollsters asked the same question one year ago. The president turned 79 this Saturday. He is the oldest man ever sworn into the White House, and his approval rating now stands at about 41%. The defense team for Kyle Rittenhouse requesting a mistrial, arguing they were given faulty video evidence from the prosecution. The assistant DA telling the judge a, quote, technical glitch occurred when transferring the footage. The jurors entering their third day of deliberation, demonstrators clashing with police outside the courthouse. 500 members of the Wisconsin National Guard are now deployed in Kenosha. The cost for a pound of beef rising 20%, the biggest increase since mad cow disease shut down the entire industry back in 2003. Producers blame the shortages on increased demand and limited supply. Most slaughterhouses are now operating at about 50% capacity because of labor shortages. Beef, not the only product hard to find. Prices for chicken, turkey, pork, and fish also up double digits. Today marks the 50th birthday of America's most popular breakfast sandwich, McDonald's Egg McMuffin. The meal was first sold on November 18, 1971, in Santa Barbara, California. The classic item features a fried egg, slice of American cheese, piece of Canadian bacon, served on a buttered English muffin. McDonald's is selling the sandwich today at the original price, 63 cents. Coming next, this is a mystery. Vice President Harris, who doesn't say or do very much, is plummeting in the polling. Why? We'll take a look at it as we continue. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, 
or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Why is Vice President Harris doing so poorly? Her poll numbers are in the 20s. That's rare, and that's bad. Born October 20th, 1964, in Oakland, California, to immigrant parents, mother from India, father from the island of Jamaica, she attended Howard University in Washington, a historically black college. She earned a law degree from the University of California. She was hired as a deputy district attorney in Alameda County in 1990. Then she became San Francisco's assistant DA in 98. She served as attorney general of California between 2010 and 14, an elected position. Then she went national, securing a Senate seat from California. Kamala Harris had the most liberal voting record during a short time in the Senate, introducing bills such as Climate Equity Act and Environmental Justice for All Act. Of course, they didn't pass. They didn't even get voted on. They were so far left. Last year in the primary, Kamala Harris received zero delegates dropping out of the race due to lack of funding. So what's the problem here? Most Americans don't know much about Kamala Harris, but they can see her on TV. And she comes across often as unserious with that dopey giggle. And now she has a perception problem. It's all about relatability. The vice president had a chance to help on the border. She did nothing. Voters notice things like that. Ms. Harris and her supporters are deeply involved in the racist and misogynist culture, lodging allegations. Americans don't like that, no matter what the media tells you. So the vice president is in trouble, and I don't see her getting out of this trouble because the vice presidency doesn't really do much. It's a ceremonial position. And then there's President Biden, who does not like Kamala Harris because she called him a racist during a primary debate. You'll all remember that. I was the little girl on the bus. So she got the nomination because the Democratic Party did analytics and believed that she appealed to women and minorities Therefore, she was put on the second. But if you look back at Ms. Harris's accomplishments, they are very few. She is a far-left person. There's no doubt about that. If she were ever elected president, this country would take a drastic turn to the left, much more so than under Joe Biden. But here's a prediction. I don't think... Kamala Harris will ever be president. The folks don't like her, generally speaking. And it's very hard to turn that perception around. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please visit 
BillOReilly.com, you like it there. In a moment, something you might not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. The most profitable industries in the global economy are healthcare, telecommunications, banking, and manufacturing. Each generates between $1 and $3 trillion each year. But another big business is also in the top five, illegal narcotics. Here's some facts behind the illicit drug market that makes criminals wealthy while causing misery for millions. Every year, 500 tons of opiates flow into every country on Earth. Biggest producers of heroin, Thailand, Afghanistan, Mexico. The drugs are often sent into the Balkan countries, like Bosnia, then shipped to Western Europe, North America, and Russia. The cocaine market alone is worth $100 billion annually. Nearly 90% of cocaine is manufactured in the countries of Colombia and Peru. The substance is smuggled through Central America, Mexico, and into the USA by the cartels. Marijuana, the third most profitable trade. Despite claims from American politicians that legalizing cannabis would reduce trafficking, the amount of illegal pot from Central America is up compared to a decade ago. The poorest southern border allows 200 tons of pot to flow freely into the USA every year. In total, the illegal drug trade generates $1 trillion annually. Can you believe that? All of this has a devastating effect on the world. Globally, 750,000 people die each year from overdoses, addiction responsible for another 600,000 premature deaths. More than half of fatalities are under the age of 50. And there are far more than that. They are just not recorded in many countries. The USA leads the league in overdose rates. 75,000 deaths per year at a minimum. Again, a lot of people who die from drug overdoses are not classified that way by local authorities. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.